ill. Yeah. It's just a quote. Ten straight. It's just a cold. It's just a never. Ten straight. It's never cold. It's just a never. Ten straight. I'm getting the most intense echo. I'm getting the most intense echo. I'm getting. I think it's because the stream is not muted. I think it's because the stream is not muted. That's one of the best things I've ever heard. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Go Play That podcast. My name is Rob Cook. I'm joined by Tom Wolford. Hello. And it's the 21st of December. That means that it is our last regular episode of the year before we get into January. Uh, the reason for that uh, is that we just got finished recording five special bonus episodes uh, focused on Game of the Year, where each of us had the opportunity to talk about our year in gaming, uh, talk about our games of the year, uh, talk about our lists of shame, and basically share war stories from this very interesting year indeed. Um, and now... Uh, because of that, we're not going to have like a, a regular one like this next week, but we'll be back again uh, in early January. And mm-hmm. considering we just spent several hours over the last few days uh, recording for 2016, uh, we thought now would be a good time to look forward at 2017 and basically see if there's anything that really stands out or something we're looking forward to playing. Um so, did you have something specific to kick it off, Tom, or shall I go ahead? Um. Well, I th- I'll I'll start with a big one, shall I? Yeah, sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, the big one for me coming up in 2017, if it comes out in 2017, because mm. there's always delays, and you know, I think it's I think it's Q3 anyway, mm-hmm. um, of 2017. But it is the sequel to my favorite game ever made on any platform, which is Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, yes. Wow, that's quite <laughs> and, Yeah, well, I mean, there's it's that one, you know, I, there's a couple of games that really have done um, wonders for me. Uh, mm. Morrowind was one of them, and I've always felt uh, the Elder Scrolls series have a bit of a diminishing returns mm-hmm. on them. I've never recaptured the joy of playing Morrowind with either Oblivion or Skyrim. Um, I then the other one was Final Fantasy XV right. this year, which is obviously in my my game of the year cast. Um, but Red Dead Redemption, I mean, I bought that game three times, I think. Yeah, only came out on one platform. Oh, or two. Yeah, no, PS3 as well. <laughs> No, 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 I bought it. I bought it three times. I accidentally kicked over my Xbox while the game was running oh. at one time, <laughs> absolutely shredding the disc. Mm. Uh, then I bought it again for that reason, yeah. and then I bought it again for the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC in it. Okay, cool. And did you play uh, much so, of the so multiplayer? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I okay. A lot of the multiplayer. Cool. That was the thing I just missed out on. I just didn't take yeah. the time. It's a weird one. Mm. Certainly, it's a you know, it's a bit like the Grand Theft Auto. Like I never got into GTA V's multiplayer right. at all, but I spent a long time in the wilds of you know the back of beyond in the United States being mm. a cowboy. <laughs> um, 
so when the when the teaser trailer came out or the teaser image came out, you know, when they the updated their icon. Twitter yeah. yeah, you know, they updated their Twitter profile to a red icon and I was just like with every fiber of my being I wanted it to be true. <laughs> But I also couldn't let myself believe that it was true. <laughs> You've been hurt before. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hurt before, you know, and then, you know, people would start to do the um, rock star table tennis thing, you know, saying like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, they totally changed it for that. <laughs> I was like, they, they fucking well could as well get like a massive social media hype generated yeah. and it just be <laughs> table tennis. <laughs> and then the teaser trailer came out and it was just like, fucking Yes. That's what I want. That's all I want next year. Um, mm, yeah. And yeah, I was a very happy man, basically. And the teaser trailer didn't really show much, but it, it just looks like it's going to be more stuff. So it kind of shows what you want, right? And it doesn't really, it yep. leaves some, it, it kind of leaves us with more questions than answers. Like there's, it shows seven characters roaming around. Like, yep. is that a multiplayer thing? Is that just, yep. is that like GTA five where you control different characters at any time? Yeah. That, I think seven would be a bit too much. Is it like Final Fantasy fifteen, where you have a posse with you, but you don't necessarily control them directly? Yeah. You know, is it going to be like Mass Effect style combat, where you can tell, you know, imagine a shootout where you could direct your your posse where to go, and uh, you know, set up for ambushes and that kind of thing. Could be cool, mm. but we don't we don't know any of this. Basically, I'm happy, I'm happy to trust Rockstar on this one. Yeah, yeah, totally. They, they, they are one studio that you just be like, yeah, go on, get on with it, mm. do what you want. Yeah, you yeah. probably make it decent. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is the biggie for me. That is like the number one coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Again, subject to delays, subject to last minute changes. Yeah. Well, yeah. If not 2017, then games that aren't out yet that we want to play. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So <clears throat> my turn. Um. Yep. So. Based on the series that I've gotten most into in the last two years, uh, what I'm most looking forward to out of any game right now, other than getting into some Final Fantasy 15 based on your guys' <laughs> excitement, <laughs> yeah. um, is, Perso- is not Persona, uh, that will come up later, spoilers, um, is spoilers. Danganronpa 3. So mm. that is not out yet in Japan, but they've already listed it for release in the West Um and yeah, I've, I've talked at length about, um, that series and that genre as a whole as being completely new to me and just being in love with it. And I do have yeah. a short list of, of, of games in the genre to, to get on. Like you sorted me out with a copy of Steins Gate. Um, sure. And I need to get on that. But yeah, Danganronpa, I think it's called V3 is, is on its way and, and I can't wait. Um, and that's, yeah, just for anyone, uninitiated it's a visual novel so you're more or less just playing out a story but there's enough that you have to do and because they get to just focus on the story and because they don't have to worry about 3d worlds um like a huge amount of player choice online or anything it's just focused on one thing and it does it perfectly it's just crazy crazy story crazy investigation stuff um insane plot and characters It's, it's great um, I really like the fact that you really like <laughs> this genre because it's the same sort of thing that I really like about walking simulators. Sure. Mm. 
because you know because that's how i see walking simulators like okay they do have the 3d worlds or whatever but because you're not focused on mechanics yeah you can focus on emotions or you know ambiences and yeah. things like this and, right? and they can be done badly like you can do a walking simulator or a visual novel badly where they it just doesn't get it or if there's too much happening around the sides or going wrong it will distract yeah. you from the the purpose or the focus so sure yeah um i should i should play more of them like i played dear esther and i played um i haven't played everybody's gone to the rapture and i haven't played firewatch yeah i've i've got some homework to do <laughs> <laughs> you do i mean but the same way i i i can honestly put my hand up and say i've never played a visual novel sure like and until until recently types. same same for me and <clears throat> yeah the 4af challenge is the thing that actually forced me down that road and i'm glad it did so that's the thing I'm looking to try and get us into for this next one. Like find a game in a genre genre we might not necessarily play and you know, yeah. force it force it. I'm down. still looking for a good stealth game, so let's keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, I found a few. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I kid I kid, I kid. You know, I'm I'm very harsh when it comes to stealth games. Yeah. But uh you know, even even in my beloved Final Fantasy fifteen there's a couple of shitty stealth bits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, cool, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I might well put one of these type of games in my 4AF just mm-hmm. to give me that push I would need to play it. Mm, sure. And especially because a lot of the sort of very vaunted ones are coming to Steam, am I right, this this coming um, year? Yeah, like for example, 999 and VLR are coming out in a pack that they're releasing and they're, they're, they've done good work, um, if not the the exact developer and publisher of, of those games. Like... Um, some other visual novels have made the transition of and have been done well by and then like the zero time dilemma is the third in this mm. franchise and that is very good uh on steam so yeah right maybe yeah. maybe so there's the possibility have the feeling that- of it being fresh because it will be on the platform new except that it's an old ass game yeah 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 that's fine cool cool over to you uh here's a kind of surprise and it I'm I'm not sure it really counts cuz mm. it's a remake or a remaster. Okay. But this is a remaster like I have talked again in previous casts about my thoughts on remastering stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I have to say 2016 has kind of assuaged me a little bit on that. Like there's been a couple of remasters that I've been happy have happened. Mm-hmm. And this one coming out in 2017 makes me very happy. And it's Bulletstorm full clip. Oh, right, okay. And <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah. I fucking loved that game. It it didn't sell for shit. It didn't sell for you know they couldn't push copies of that game for love or money, you mm. know. No, it's, but I, it I cool. adored that game. Yeah, it was great. It was I so really, stupid. Yeah. So stupid, but so willfully stupid and so very well done. It actually has, stupidity never Yeah. It has a similar feeling to what Doom gave us this year with the sort of you have to get into combat in a, in order to heal in Doom, you have to like do melee stuff, and yeah. in Bulletstorm, it was all about keeping a combo, like a kill combo, going and like killing people in unusual yeah. ways, like shooting them with barrels and like knee sliding into them, and just yeah, uh, I yeah, could, kicking them into I think, cacti. Yeah, and it's been a good enough time since that initial release that there'll be enough people that don't know about it, and there'll be plenty of people that enjoyed the original release and are up for it again. Right. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, I'd, I'd play it. I mean, if it's if it's graphically 
better. I mean, I still remember it as being pretty cool. Mm. So, um, like, I, I wasn't unimpressed by the visuals yeah. um, the first time around on the 360. Mm. And it was just it was just a ridiculously fun game. Yeah. And because I don't own a 360 anymore, I'd, I'd really like the ability to go back and, you know, play it again. Mm. Um, if they add more to it, if they just make it look better and give me the experience again, yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird because something like uh, I would draw a parallel with something like Serious Sam, which sure. I believe you're playing. Yeah, as we're, we speak, we're on Serious Sam too right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, I would draw a parallel between the sort of gameplay styles, but mm. Serious Sam got a lot of attention, whereas Bulletstorm maybe didn't get the attention I think it deserves. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think it had a lot of negative press at the start because it was crude. Yes, and I yes. think a lot of Daily Mail esque sort of not very knowledgeable media outlets picked it up and being like, oh, it makes rape jokes funny. And it's like, no, it doesn't. It makes stupid, puerile dick jokes funny. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? yeah, or maybe it was like, at that time, the medium was trying to be, like, self-serious and be taken seriously, and then this comes along and just uh, shits on the cake. That's, <laughs> that's not... A, right on it as well. It's not a phrase, but there we go. That's a beautiful analogy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, um, <laughs> Bulletstorm full clip. That is a remaster that I want to see happen. I'm glad it's happening, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to shooting people with the four-barrel shotgun, was it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So next one up for me, um, it's a Xbox exclusive series, and the third one is using the power of the cloud to do magic, apparently. It's Crackdown 3. Um, have you played Crackdown? No. Oh, okay. So... It's no, I played a little bit of cr- either Crackdown 1 or Crackdown 2. Okay. I forget. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one was great because it was one of the few available 360 games early on. And you just had an open city. And the best thing about it was agility orbs, <laughs> of which there were yeah. 300 or 500 or something. And as you collect, as you collect them and as you hit certain milestones of like a certain number, your agility which is your speed and your jumping height um, would increase, which means that you can get right. the ones that are higher up. And when you get them, then you can go higher up. And eventually you're jumping from skyscraper to skyscraper. Um, and that and that was really cool. And I, I remember um, never getting all of them. I think if I go back to it now, uh, I still need to get three. Um, and it was like hidden orbs, who that were even harder right. to find and they eventually they had to patch the game to increase the sound of the orbs when you had a smaller amount left so that if you were in a mm-hmm. wider if you were close to it but in a wider vicinity you'd still be able to hear it whereas originally right. you'd have to be right up on it uh, you can hear like buzzing a buzzing whirring sound um still which would probably drive you insane if you still had like a hundred orbs left to collect (laughs) no well it would be proportionate to the number that you had left to get right okay Uh, and the other thing about that game was that it had like three major gangs in three major areas of the city and if you wanted to just go and take down the hardest one possible at the very start you could you'd get destroyed but if you learnt the mechanics of the game and kind of cheesed it and got around, you could go there. And by the point where you should naturally get to that final boss, you'd be, you should be able to like jump to the rooftop and get in through like the, the rooftop garden. 
But if you go there from the very start, you've got to work your whole way up this skyscraper, like full of goons. Um, right. It was cool. And the second one kind of didn't do anything super special. It introduced like a infected zombie enemy type, which was, is all the rage always forever. At that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Crackdown 3, what it's doing is it has um, areas of the city are run on a processor, which is in the cloud. And multiple servers will will unite for your one session to handle the processing power of blowing shit up. Um, so you've got like <laughs> okay. whole buildings collapsing and like frostbite beta levolution, contending yeah. <laughs> like levolution stuff where um, it will topple down and crumble in like a realistic way, and every piece of the building is still physical so you're like running over the rubble as it's moving down and it's something that yeah. they're saying wouldn't have been possible without being connected online um yeah and i think there's some multiplayer elements in there like you could always do a, at least two player co-op so i'm looking forward to that that's been something that they have been driving towards for years and it looks like 2017 is the year <laughs> okay cool yeah. if they pull it off it sounds like a lot of molyneux-esque hyperbole <laughs> Uh, sure. at this point yeah although <laughs> i people have seen it in action like it has been semi-playable at trade shows and stuff from what i've from what i'm aware of um so it's more real than mm -hmm. my stuff was um yeah sure cool over to you all right uh let's get my document open <laughs> um i think i think 2017 might be a bit of a sequel or a remake thing, because uh, yeah. I really, really, really want to see Nidhogg 2. Mate, I, um, <laughs> yeah. So have you seen that in action? I've seen I've seen videos of it looking like some weird Homer yeah. Simpson messiness. Um, but Giant Bomb had a preview copy, and it's been available at some recent shows. I think it was at PSX, I think. Right, okay. And it looks like if the original was like the 8-bit uh, console nidhog then this is like the yeah there's 16, 16 bit version and it's like it's in terms of like how it looks it's upgraded and it's really weird to look at and you have more weapons like you've got a crossbow a massive lance kind of weapon like a great sword kind of thing which it yeah. looks it looks like if you throw that you can't duck under it but it's slower to hit right it, it looks like I was concerned when they released the initial like reveal trailer for that, but now I've seen it played. I have faith that that is going to be a worthy sequel. And of course it's doing things differently. It's not just his, the same game with new levels, because yeah. we all know that if you're not playing castle in Nidhogg, you're not playing. You're Nidhogg. not playing Nidhogg. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we are we are a simple group of people. It's like give us Clusterpuck ninety nine, we'll play boring. Yep. Give us Nidhogg, we'll play castle. Mm -hmm. Give us Towerfall, we'll play vanilla. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck your extra well, they, arrows. You know, yeah, that's just they know they put the best of the game right out there, right? Yeah, but um, no, I'm hearing a lot of positive chatter in the mm -hmm. Twitter verse about yeah. uh, Nidhogg 2. A lot of people I respect are saying, who've got their hands on it, yeah. have said that actually don't let the visuals scare you. It mm. is sort of awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to We might have to pull like a special Gaming at Rob's again mm. when Nidhogg 2 is released and yeah. try and get people around for it. Um, 
It's looking, yeah, looking like I might need to build another Nidhog. <laughs> yeah, that looks more. I'll difficult. try and make it in a non non porous material. Oh my god! <laughs> balls of <laughs> balls of polyurethrene, whatever it's called, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, all over Poly- your house. Polyurethra. <laughs> Um, <laughs> not no, not that. Um, okay. So now I'm looking at the rest of my list, and it all feels, except for a f- like one notable exception, it looks like stuff that isn't quite close enough to say it's coming out. <laughs> right. So okay, <laughs> like it, it still doesn't feel like it's really a game yet, or I just don't have the faith that it's ever gonna come out the way they want it to. So I've got like right. Prey, like sure they're showing more of it and they sh- showed like a more in-depth trailer recently, but that, but yeah, yeah. Prey, Prey is out when it's out yeah. and we'll yeah. say, all right, let's have a look at it. Yeah. You know, Angry Cup looked pretty good. Angry Cup? Uh, yeah. Did you not see the video? It's like anything can be an enemy in Prey. Like they have some sort of body morphing oh, yeah. technology or something, right. and they had a bit where like a coffee cup just murders you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looks, so looks so, cool. but that will come out. I mean, that has been promised and kicked about so many studios, and like yeah. I, I reckon that'll be next year's Last Guardian or Final Fantasy Fifteen. Like, mm. you know, hopefully well, it will reach the heights of those games. That'll be cool. But yeah, yeah, it We've, could end up being yeah. This year <clears> has just been really good for pleasant surprises at every turn like final fantasy hitman uh last guardian by some accounts if not others yeah um okay and then and then you've got like sea of sea of thieves which i don't know if there's enough to it like it it sounds as a concept brilliant co-op i know nothing about this game okay co-op pirates co-op pirates okay so you've got a ship a pirate ship and you're sailing the seas and I think you probably don't know about it because I think it's Microsoft. Uh, so that'd right. be the main drawback for you. Um, but it is MMO in nature and you, you basically co-op with your buddies to sail a ship and fight against other pirate ships and okay. board enemy ships and, it looks cool. Like you've got to like if if you start to spring a leak, one of you has to physically go down below deck and plug it, whilst other other okay. people are like uh, pulling down on sails and manning cannons and stuff. And it's it doesn't look like a simulator like dry game. Um, mm-hmm. It looks well, colourful and sea, cartoony. <laughs> right, over to you. It does. I'm sure. I'm sure there was another game that did something very similar with this, with airships like zeppelins. And oh stuff. yeah, and I think we have it and have never played it. So that's yeah. So let's see how that goes. <laughs> um, that could be that could be next year's spin tires. To be fair. Oh man, we need to get back to that. Yeah, <sighs> totally. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so what else? What else is on that list that you don't think oh, right, will yeah. make it out next well, year? I have no, I have no expectation that we'll see Death Stranding next year, but anything by Kojima by this point, I'm, I'm in for. Um, yeah. Again, we don't know anything about the game. Like we now know that Norman Reedus is the playable character, Mads Mikkelsen is the main antagonist, and Guillermo. When is Mads Mikkelsen not the main antagonist? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in 
Rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then like Guillermo del Toro is only in the trailer. Like people right. got to sat down and talk talk to Kojima's um, translator during the Game Awards, and uh, that's what he could that's what he could tell us. Um, but yeah, right. I'm Fair looking enough. forward to just playing that based on concept. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, there there are a few that feel a bit more real. Like Cuphead has also been in development for ages, but. 2017 more be. from the amount of work in the art style yeah it's crazy it looks like a steamboat willy gone insane like old cartoon um, which is why i'm never gonna play it oh yeah hmm. <laughs> i don't those those that animation style has always upset me okay like the old terry <laughs> to- the the terry tunes were they and the the old sort of early disney very early disney animation that kind of old style Betty Boop, all of that animation just really, really upsets me for some just reason. the painful looking grins on characters' faces. It's not, stuff. yeah, the rictus grins, the wiggly arms, you know, like, I've got a thing about puppets anyway, I don't like puppets. Okay, no <laughs> like puppets. okay let's, <laughs> let's move on from any this further, deep-seated, yeah, yeah um, but that, <laughs> I, that game worries me. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, as, a, um, as a game, it sounds like it's like a Bosch rush kind of thing. You just take 2D platformer bosses of your and string that together into a yeah. game. Like that's what I believe yeah. that's going to be. By the way, that ship, that spaceship game, I think was called Fractured Space. Is that right? No, it wasn't a spaceship game. It was an airship game. Oh, an airship game. Christ. All right. Yeah, like Zeppelins and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, what else you got for me? I'll keep looking. All right. Um, I. All right, let's throw something a little bit Indian here. Uh, Tokyo 42. Okay, uh, what is that? Tokyo 42, if I'm not mistaken, is the new game by or from one of the um, guys behind Frozen Synapse. Oh, okay, nice. Um, and it looks really interesting, the art style. It's, it's supposedly, as they describe it, the love child of Syndicate and GTA 1. Syndicate and GTA 1. Okay, cool, I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the the future Tokyo, the game will see you become an assassin and uncover a dark conspiracy. So it's like you use attacks, dodges, stealth um, in a in an isometric perspective, mm-hmm. but it looks like really busy cityscape, you know, like the old Syndicate, um, yes, yes, um, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, because it's from um, the guys behind Frozen Synapse and stuff, there's going to be a lot of quality in that game, mm-hmm. I think. Um, definitely something I'm going to have to buy a PC for. <laughs> right, as far yeah. as I'm aware, because I, I don't think. Uh, well, it might it might come out on PlayStation actually. Yeah, um, could make its way. Yeah, seems like the kind of thing that that could happen. Mm. Um, but I don't really have any information at the moment. Um, to to find out about that. Mm. But uh, yeah, it looks really cool. It just looks really interesting and really cool and busy and uh, colorful. Mm. which is weird for a syndicate slash, uh, you know, isometric thriller type game. It's mm. lots of, lots of peaches, lots of yellows, lots of greens in the color, in the, in the palette. Yeah. Um, looks really nice. That's cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And plus it's a kind of game that ne- not necessarily I would play. If mm. you want to rebuild that sentence into a grammatically correct form, you can, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, should be good. Cool. So, 
Do you think now is the time to talk about the Nintendo Switch? Um, yeah. <laughs> are you, Why not? Are probably, you interested? Probably won't buy it. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't buy the Wii U. Mm. Um, I bought the Wii and I didn't play the Wii a lot. Like, I'm trying to think, like, of the last Nintendo console I actually really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the GameCube. Or even the N64. Like, the GameCube, I didn't even have that many games on it. Right. I had some games that I played a lot, but I've never been a massive Nintendo fan. Me, I've got a 3DSO. Yeah, me neither, actually. I th- I've never had... I didn't have any of the home consoles before the Wii. Right. And I've had most, if not all, of the handhelds, but that's a different thing. Like, I was... I was all in for Mega Drive as my first home console, like proper first home console, um, and then went on to PlayStation. So I never had a 64, and I never had a NES, a SNES, a GameCube after that. And so that's a big hole in my sort of gaming history. And yeah, I don't have like the blind faith in Nintendo, really. No, uh, I mean, I I always borrowed or played at mates' houses with Nintendo. Right. Like, it's been the console that I, I had the NES, mm-hmm. but even then, I haven't been that desperate to get my hands on the NES Mini. Like, if one turns yeah. up at work and I can get it for a decent price, then yeah, I'll... I'll Because it's tiny. It'll sit on my <laughs> desk. I'll yeah. probably play it at lunch, you know? Well, you're going to have um, to have it at your desk because you can't really sit away from it because the cable is... Uh, uh, we've got cable extenders. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. fancy, fancy lad. Right. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, I love, for example, I love the Zelda series mm-hmm. um, as a thing. Yeah. Me too, um, I, I love Mario Kart as a thing, but I've <laughs> never owned Mario Kart. <laughs> I've always played my friend's versions of Mario Kart. Sure. So it was part I've of always... your, it was part of growing up for you, but not just that was available to you yourself, like at home. To some extent, I mean, yeah, to some extent. I mean, I always played, uh, I used to stay at a friend's house a lot when I was young and mm-hmm. uh, he had the SNES, I had the right. Mega Drive. Perfect. Um, so <laughs> me growing up, yeah, me growing up, my memories are more of the Mega Drive. Sure. But I remember playing through the entire of like Secret of Mana and mm-hmm. learning to play Mo- uh, Killer Instinct on his snares and we played Mario World together and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So I've, I've experienced it. But at the same time, you know, I bought a 3DS a year ago and I've played it approximately three times <laughs> in a year. Sounds about right. Yeah. And I haven't bought the games for it. It came with Link to the Past, which I didn't finish. Um, I think I bought Spirit Tracks, and I've got Super Monkey Ball 3D, and that's it. And I've, I've not even unwrapped Super Monkey Ball. It's still in the cellophane. <laughs> um, and the same, I I played the Wii U. I played Mario Kart a bit at your house. Yeah. With Uli, I played. Conditions. Yeah, <laughs> with Uli, I played the the Mario the Nintendo Land games, at like a, a night at his house. Mm-hmm. And I've watched you guys play a bit of Splatoon. Right. And that's as far as the Wii U went for me, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, that's it. That's my entire involvement with that console. Um, the Wii I had, I got some games for it, and the novelty wore off after a bit because I wanted to be playing games that didn't involve my arms being up in the air for <laughs> yeah. a long time. <laughs> so I used it as a glorified scale for quite a long time. <laughs> But um, yeah, so for me, the Switch is a weird one because it looks like it could be cool. Yeah. But it's it's kind of combining 
like a uh, what seems to be a weaker console. Like I've heard, it takes a hell of a boost off the dock. So like once you plug it in, it runs a hell of a lot better. Yes, it's forty uh, percent lower power when it is not on the dock. Right. Which so sounds scary, and hopefully just comes into effect for like loading times and stuff, and not like frame rate frame rate drops. Yeah. Well, resolution down. is its own thing, but yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people were seeing the games and they were getting excited about games, which you can, I, I, you know, anybody mm. can get excited about games that came out two years ago. Yeah. But when that's the selling point of your platform, like, I'm not going to buy a Switch to play Skyrim. I've got no. the PS4 remastered version of Skyrim. I'll yeah. play it on that. Thank you very much. And and the launch, the launch uh, games are, like, <coughs> full of... Like, well, there's Breath of the Wild, which will be available on the Wii U if you have one. Splatoon mm-hmm. as well, which has been out for ages. I imagine they will do a Super Mario Maker version, which hopefully is better than a 3DS mm-hmm. version. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's not anything, like, standout. The specific. new Zelda. But they've said that's not going to be available at launch anymore. Uh, oh, the actual as as Breath of the Wild one. It's only going to be on Wii oh, U. Oh, yeah, sorry, Breath of the Wild. It, yeah. Okay, so the, the, the first re- launch for that is only on Wii U. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, so, I'm not sure if that's the case, but Okay. <laughs> or whether it's coming oh, right. out simultaneously, but, but not, not when the that's it. Yeah, yeah, not when the uh, the Switch launches. Yeah, that's that's more So like the it. other thing is, you know, it combines with handheld, which I never mm-hmm. play. Sure. Um <laughs> I'm very much a, a reader or a music listener if I'm mm-hmm. mobile. Yeah. Um you know, I've had Super Mario run on my phone since it came out and I've not booted it. Yeah, don't bother. It's just, you know, but it's you know so so it's 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 trying to sort of say hey you can either play a lower powered console than your playstation or you can play mobile on the same console i'm like well i don't play mobile either and then you can have local multiplayer but i don't have friends so (laughs) (laughs) just nope 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 nintendo it's just it's just ticking off yeah you are not aiming at me are you so well (laughs) The idea of being able to play, um, like any of the games that I play on my PC now, and then take that on the road, yeah, uh, sounds good on premise. But the reality is that there's probably that's probably not going to happen for me. Um, I'm more likely to not play anything when I'm not at home and do other yeah. things. Like, yeah, yeah. And what um, happens if you accidentally leave your Switch at work? Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, like you get home and you're like, oh, I can't play my console anymore because I left the controllers and the screen at work. Yeah, also the controllers you know. look too small. But I, I, yeah, I don't want to super rag on it. Uh, I just you don't want to shit on its cake. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to shit on the cake of the th- Switch. Like, I'll leave that for the experts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I think my, I've got one more that's worth okay. mentioning, but really, just I, I'm going to go in without knowing anything about it. I know enough right. based on the franchise. It's Persona 5, which I mentioned earlier. Uh, right. By accident. Um, yeah. So I watched Giant Bomb play through all of Persona 4. I played through a good 15 hours of it myself. I tried three. Um, then I played Tokyo Mara Sessions on the Wii U this year um, for maybe five hours. So nothing's really stuck but I still have a fondness for the franchise on premise more than on personal experience, like first-hand 
hand sure. on the controller time. Um, and maybe it's a warning sign that I didn't stick with Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I, I feel that that's because I have platform bias. Like the PC is mm. just my whole gaming thing these days. So any game that's on there is likely to survive better. And Persona 4 is a PS4 game, so don't know if that's going to help it for me personally. But um, I think I want to make a concerted effort with Persona 5. Um, I don't think... I don't know. It looks like you... they've done a lot of good work on this game. Like, I don't really know mm. anything about the games, but yeah. from the trailers and the bits and pieces I've seen, it's like, wow, it looks yeah. slick. Yeah. It looks slick, and uh, it's been out in Japan for a while now, so... Um, I've managed to avoid like it doesn't really spoken about in the Western press, um, not until it's like gearing up for launch out yeah. here. So I'm able to avoid that quite easily. So yeah, looking forward to playing that one, but I don't quite know why. <laughs> huh. uh, I guess it's like me with Hitman. Like you know, Hitman was going to go in my game of the year this year, and I've played about forty minutes of it myself. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, that's a lie. I played about three hours, but at the same time. <laughs> You know, I'm much more excited by that game because I want to watch you play that game. Sure. Than than you know me being actually hand on controller playing that mm. game. Yeah. Um. So I do understand it. Mm. Um. Cool. I hope it's good for you. I hope it you know it it, it ticks more boxes than the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it means you have to get your PS4 out again. So. Ah, uh, it's still there. Um. <laughs> dying in a corner. Yeah. But uh, I just want to talk about one final one, and we can okay. we can wrap it up. Cool. And again, this is a game which I'm so happy to see come out, simply because of the reaction it will provoke in somebody else. And that's Windjammers. <laughs> yes. Where I, I I mean we we have played Windjammers to death on some possibly illegally downloaded uh, ROM version of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, if if that game doesn't make Earl just piss with joy mm. you know and for something to be coming out this year that gives someone so much happiness mm. for me is is a joyous thing as well yeah and i for that very reason really hope that they stick the landing and they don't foul it up because they could do right like it's yeah. not a, it's not a it's not said and done that that is going to be a good version of that game um yes. dot emu the guys behind it and they've been so-so with their recent uh, Neo Geo remakes, remasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So it remains to be seen uh, if it's actually good. So all, all eyes are on them to, to actually pull through and, and get it done. Um, but if they do, then that is just going to be gaming at Rob's local multiplayer mainstay for whenever we're... <laughs> we're Forever, around. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just making a playable modern version of that very original game uh is all we yep. need we, we never needed it's a sequel all we need no yeah cool yeah right, cool man. i think that's uh that's what i'm looking forward to there are possibly a few that i've slipped my mind completely mm. yeah but if if all of those games that we've mentioned come out next year i think we should be all right <laughs> yeah be sorted um yeah so here's to 2016 being pretty decent and uh let's see if 2017 can keep the combo going um and we'll call it there for the year uh listen in yeah. next week for our game of the year bonanza uh go to go special play. podcast fun times absolutely every day yeah. is a new thing from a new person 
gopladeout.com forward slash game of the year for that special feature. And we'll see you next year. Cheers. 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 Yeah.